0: never score. It's just not going to go in. I've I've lost the touch. My game's gone. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get dropped. I'll never play football again.
1: Welcome to the podcast, John Maranka. So John, for watchers, listeners, do you want to just introduce yourself, who you are and what you do?
0: Okay. Well, uh, John Maranka, um, always a difficult one is to say, what do I do? Um, one of the, one of the summaries is a practical psychologist. Um, but what I do is help people, uh, achieve what they want to achieve, be better themselves, um, be happier, um, and perform. Um, and, a, m- and my focus has been in the main, in business leaders and in sport. Mm.
1: Yeah. And I want to get onto both of those during this podcast, So I want to actually st- start with sport because i think it's something that a lot of us can relate to i was trying to think of sportsmen that have probably had difficult times over the last few months and jaden sancho sprung to mind i think he, he had a difficult time pre-season and then took some time off and came back and seems to be getting back to his old self mm. and i just thought if we took him as an example you know somebody who was going through a difficult challenge mm. mentally seemingly and if if you were given jaden to work with I just wanted to understand a bit about i guess how you would approach that and what's the sort of process that you yeah. can take with a sportsman of, of that ilk.
0: well caveat with the fact that i don't know john um, uh, sancho uh don't know his situation and therefore you know it's kind of a general it's yeah, a general comment absolutely but um noticing what he went through um had a big transfer you know to man united Um, then, you know, at some point things weren't going as well as, as well as they could have done. Mm. Um, and a number of, a number of things seem to escalate that, you know, so if things are going wrong for people, your mindset is to see everything that fits with going wrong. So he then gets dropped from England. Mm. He didn't get picked for Qatar. He missed a penalty, didn't he? A big penalty shootout in, uh. Uh, at Wembley against Italy. Mm. Um, The trouble with that is it reinforces that negative message that you might have about yourself. I'm not saying he had it because I don't know it, but that's potentially what was happening. And you see that in other sports people or other people that you work with, I guess. Yeah, yeah, all the time. time. Well, any human being, we Mm. all do it. Mm. You know, we're having a bad time. We will see... um, we will pick up the bad things and it, and it's, um, synchronicity. It's, um, it's if you, if you buy a new car and you think, oh, this, this, this is nice. Cause it's a different color from everybody else. You then notice the same car <laughs> mm-hmm. again and again and again. Yeah. Um, it's because you've, you've programmed that into your, into your mind. So that negative programming probably wasn't helping him. So the fact that, um, the manager sent him to Holland. So out of the, out of the group he's playing in sent him away was probably to help break that cycle. Because if, you know, if, if you're having a bad time in the office, you know, you guys having a bad time, every time you walk into the office, you get that reminder of that mm. bad time because mm. the environment's the same. And so it triggers it. So mm. you want to break the trigger. So I think by sending him away was Partly to say, right, let's get you out of the environment, reframe it, um, give you a complete new uh, environment to work in. No pressure because you're not getting picked for the team. You're just going to go get fit physically and mentally. Yeah. So he was obviously having some mental work then. Um, and once you've once you've re-energised that or reframed it for yourself, you can come back with a better picture. And the great thing was for, for him... Um, if, if I'm right, he he then was brought back against Nottingham Forest in a cup game. Came on for 27 minutes at the end, mm. and the crowd were all chanting his name. Mm. Brilliant, because that's a nice, reaff- you know, reaffirmation of um, a positive message. Well, I am good, aren't I? Yeah, it's just reminding me. Yeah, so his wellbeing it's, it's well-being and self-esteem grows
2: i think what's interesting and, as well with that is it's it is well publicized which right. means that he's more likely to get that support from the crowd when mm. he comes back on for that 27 yeah. minutes and i'm sure there were others other players that where it's less well publicized mm. that you just think you know i think delhi Alex brings to mind mm. someone that you think something not quite right there he's just fallen off a cliff in terms of his performance yes for, yeah. for a number of years and you think he's now just getting booed off and people just think he's He's lost it, but he clearly hasn't. Or he can't possibly have done. It's a shame
1: for a player, a player that was one of the best of his generation to just <clears throat> not be able to perform anywhere near yeah. the level that he,
2: Everything tells you you should be, able be on to. Yeah. some underlying thing. He doesn't and the lose f- the ability overnight, does he? No. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. You you don't lose your ability, and the thing is, you know, Alley, class player. Mm. He's got technical ability. He's capable. All the skills. I would say. Got to be something else, which is likely to be, yeah, in the field of mental, yeah, um, or emotional, or You're outside both influence both
2: keep- as well. Because these these people that are susceptible to outside influence, you get famous, you get rich, very mm. young. You don't know how to adapt to that if you've grown up in a normal upbringing like we probably mm. all have. Mm. So all of a sudden, then be inundated so. with hangers on. Mm. An entourage, yeah, an from, from week. a young age as well. When you're 20 yeah.
0: and you're in that situation,
2: yeah, and you've got a flash car when you're going to training, and your well, mates, are
0: and then you bring in, different. and then you bring in at that level of of performance and, and sport, you bring in ego, big time. Yes. Mm. So what's all that doing for you? It's just inflating your ego. Because um, there've been
2: standout individuals probably since they were six, mm-hmm. yeah. been the best player in the playground. Through to the best player <laughs> yeah. in the local team, yeah. through to county team, and yeah, all their so mates always that held are
0: up, put on a pedestal,
2: doing normal jobs that stand out head and shoulders. Mm-hmm. In so when terms they've been society,
1: mm-hmm. you're right. When they've been put on that pedestal since they've been yeah. six, and then suddenly things start going wrong. I guess is that is that part of the problem? It's there's further to fall when you have been on a pedestal, and suddenly you are getting booed by the crowd. You are getting dropped. You're missing penalties. It's a it's a long way to fall, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would say. Um, The thing is, if you're living by your ego and you're living Mm -hmm. on having your ego stroked constantly and you're getting that social acceptance, it's not the world to live in. No. And the minute you you can only fall from that position because your ego is going to take a knock at some point. Somebody will criticize you. Um, You know, I mean, with social media, it's so, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. dangerous Um, because if you you read it and when you get in bad press, it's just going to force that negative, mm. that negative feeling and the ego goes, Oh, I've lost it. Mm. That's, that's the ego inside us. You know, we, we do have kind of multiple personalities inside us. Mm. It must
2: be scary for them. Well, harm, incredibly harmful. I think I'd fall into the trap of if I was in the line, oh. in the public limelight. What's everyone say? Googling my own name, yeah. what's everyone saying about me?
0: Absolutely. And
2: in football, there's so many different opinions. You can have a great game, but there's still be someone saying, you didn't do this. You didn't do that mm. still be some criticism levied at you. And I think
0: it can be hurtful. You gotta have a thick skin. Mm. And, uh, most opinions, <clears throat> you know, if you take percentages, I don't know facts on this, but, um, but I know it from the, from the mental side will be negative because we all like to be negative. You know, well, we all got an opinion about, oh, well, he didn't do that right. Well, did you? Oh yeah. No, yeah. He's not very good at this. Mm. So it's all very negative opinion as opposed to, well, my solution is let's start playing three at the back and push, push the two mm-hmm. uh, fullbacks forward. You don't get so much of that. Mm, you get right. negativity and criticism because it's easier to do. And it's because we're programmed that way. Yeah. We're programmed into survival. And in survival, it's, okay, I need to put other people down and therefore I will get up. It's some strange Which human is trait, isn't it? I think it,
2: I liken it to TripAdvisor. Mm. When I go and have a great holiday, I'm not going on and saying I had a great holiday. Yes. When I had a shocking holiday, I'll be on there saying it was disgusting. <laughs> yep. And it's just this weird human trait that we've all got that we we find it easy to be critical and positive
0: yeah it is and, and and uh and i think there are, there are facts out there that say you know you for everything you'll get 10 10 critical comments to every one good mm. comment yeah. and that you know that trip advisor one is, is is a good example and yeah we're all we're all just satisfied great i had a good holiday let me get on with what i need to yeah. do now whereas if i had a bad holiday i'm gonna tell yeah. everybody yeah. you know they're gonna know about this because what? i'm because i'm put out mm. Mm.
1: what's what's that what's the conversation like then with when you're working with people, I guess it's sportsmen or business people really. But when they're in that negative cycle that you referred to earlier, they're seeing negative comments seemingly everywhere they look. How do you how do you stop that escalating?
0: Well, well, well One is to break it, as, as, as Sancho, you know, yeah. um, uh, using that to to try and determine you what was happening for him. Um, so break the cycle, so you can break the environment. As that's what happened there. Yeah. Um, and that will help doesn't doesn't help fully. (laughs) It's a bit like the story I tell people, you know, it's like the guy who wants to change his life. He's like, I'm sick of everything. My marriage has gone wrong. My work's bad. I'm going to move countries. I'm going to go live Mm -hmm. in Canada. Uh, And guess what? They go live in Canada for the first six months. It's great, lovely. Life's different. And then all of a sudden, guess who shows up? you do. <laughs> and the same pattern of thinking starts again. And, oh God, I thought I'd got rid of that type of people. I'm mixing with them again. Mm. Yeah. But actually the issue is themselves, which is hard to kind of accept for a lot of people. Um, for all of us, difficult to accept that, well, I'm the problem mm. <laughs> for myself. Really? Well, that, that's, yeah. what, that's a great
1: figured, place to start. I thought you can send him to Holland, but He's going to, to, he's going to come back at some point and then, yes. unless you Yeah.
0: So, 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 uh, another element is, you know, a performance of any kind is, you know, one equation is awareness plus responsibility. So we need to be aware of what is going on. So a conversation like we're having with, with Sancho that says, you know, what's going on for you? You know, what thoughts are going through your mind? So to talk through in a proper dialogue um, with no attachment, you know, I'm not gonna, you, you're not gonna criticise him in that conversation that says, well, "Stop thinking like that. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, that's you know, that isn't helpful." But somebody who's committed to listening and understanding what's going on for them will allow themselves to gain the insight that said, "Yeah, I am a good player, aren't I?" Actually, I haven't lost any of that. I'm still a very good player. And in training the other day, actually, poof, that turn I did was, was absolutely brilliant. Uh, yeah, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm good. Um, yeah. Why am I thinking negatively? So that that's part of trying to gain awareness about themselves. The more awareness you can gain about yourself, the better chance you can be responsible, i.e. able to respond to your own condition. See, some people would go straight to responsibility. Right, okay, I know what I need. Give me a few techniques, let me do it, and get on with it. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not necessarily appropriate for you in your situation, because everybody's unique. We need You need to understand it, you understand it for yourself, and certainly if somebody's helping you, for them to understand it, and then suggest, well, how about this, how about that? Maybe we'll, you know, there's all sorts of techniques to use, some work for some people, some work for other people, some don't work at all. Um, and the key is what fits, what fits for, for Sancho, you know? Once he's aware of, yeah, it's me thought, but how do I stop it, you know? Um, then, okay, we can try different things, uh, different ways of looking at it. You know, it could be as simple as, um, you know, one of the most powerful things, which sounds almost like twee and laughable, is affirmations, to affirm how good you are. And, and, and say it to yourself
2: hmm.
0: constantly regularly even in the mirror and that's always a beauty you know i, I would use that for as for footballers go on t- tell yourself in the mirror and it's like oh god here we go i hope nobody's listening to this conversation <laughs> well yeah don't do it when anybody's around obviously um so could you just explain but, affirmations what,
1: what do you mean when we talk about Affirmations. Well, if,
0: if, if you think of, um, well, it is an affirmation, but the negative side of it is um, is to say, you know, I'm having a bad game. Uh, oh, I'll never score. I'm, I, it's just not going to go in. I've lost a touch. Oh, my game's gone. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get dropped. I'll never play football again. You see how catastrophizing that mm-hmm. becomes? Mm-hmm. The affirmation is to stop that because that's going to come fast. The negative... Our negative thoughts are five times stronger and appear five times faster than positive thoughts. So if you just wander through life, you will get negative thoughts. So the affirmation is to say, hang on a minute, how, what could we say about ourselves which is much more affirming, which is much more positive, which which helps our well-being? Um, so, you know, for example, I would say, well, how good are you? You know, tell, tell me, you know, tell me your strengths. You know, what sort of things do you think you bring that's different from the majority of people out there who don't play football at your level? And sometimes you, you kind of have to push the people in in that. You push the footballers into, you know, really expressing. You know, how oh, well I'm technically fairly good. And I'd be saying, well, fairly good, mm-hmm. really? Well, I'm very good. I've seen you, and I would say, "Wow, that's amazing!" So step it up as as high as you can, as long as it's believable for yourself. To, to say something that's not real, but surprisingly, you know, some you know, when you watch these footballers, they are amazing—the mm-hmm. their touch and their uh, ball control and so on. So then you would then you would turn that into an affirmation and just say, "You know, I'm a I'm a um, uh, a really gifted player." Uh, I'm, you know, one of the top midfield players in the Premier League. Okay, I want to talk about
1: another process that we often get asked to automate, which is the processing of sales orders. So. Think about a sales order coming to an organisation, often it's in a PDF or attached to an email. We're using capture technology to extract the information from that sales order. We're checking what products are on there. We're matching it up against a database to say, do these products exist? We're checking the customer name to say, does this customer exist? We might even check the pricing to make sure the pricing is accurate. If all of that matches, then again, we could just push it straight into an ERP system or a finance system and nobody has to touch it. If there are issues with it, if there are things that don't quite match, we just push that to somebody to manually review and check. But ultimately, again, we're pushing it into an ERP or finance system. It's all about making your life easier. It's about making your team's life easier. And it's about getting cash into your organisation quicker and more efficiently. Hopefully that sounds good. If it does, then get in touch. Let's have a coffee and a chat. Enough from me. Back to the podcast. And and actually vocalising that.
0: Vocalise it for themselves, yeah? Over and over. 10 times. Five times a day like taking, taking some medicine.
1: Yeah. And what, and what it, are you trying to do by doing that?
0: By feeding the right information into, into your body. So again, another example that I use, um, is, you know, when I first went to the States, it was in the seventies uh, and went across with the family because we've got relatives there. And, uh, the thing we were amazed by was we'd sit in a, in a, um, uh, a restaurant and they did the coffee top up, you know, mm. um, which was really unusual. You know, if you want another coffee, you'd buy it if you're over here. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and this lady would come round topping the coffee and she quite liked our accent. So she kept popping around <laughs> and seeing it. Now, if you think of as an analogy, if you think of that, um, that cup being you, the vessel and the coffee being the negative messages that keep coming into you from yourself, from someone else. Think of the coffee. So if you do nothing about it, that coffee cup is gonna be full. So number one, no thank you. I'll say no thanks to the coffee. And let me let me put a stop on it, put my hand over it, perhaps. I'll have tea. So stopping it is one thing, cancel it, and then putting something else in. And if we change the uh, recipe, let's have tea in there. If it's full of tea, a, a positive message, there's no room for the negative message to get. I don't know whether that's a, does, a useful analogy yeah, or not, but, but, it, yeah.
1: but it, it's good. It's good. So have you have you ever used affirmations? Is it is it something that you would ever do or see yourself um, doing?
2: I think so. I think um, a lot of us go through what's called imposter syndrome, which you'll be yes. familiar with. And I think when you get into a more senior role in your career, imposter syndrome is amplified. (laughs) Mm, Certainly at this start. So when I first became MD nearly four years ago, thinking, Jesus, I'm relatively young to be an MD. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. People will be having doubts. I'm managing people that are older than me, that have been here a lot longer than me, and all these things you think, what am I even doing? Mm -hmm. What have I got that's special? And then I try to overcome that and it takes time because she then think well i am here on merit and i have succeeded for these reasons and you do start to tell yourself what's worked Mm. and then i try and frame it in a what am i best at and i've got it written on my board which is my acronym it's my acronym of StoAdza. i state the obvious and do something about it that's all (laughs) i ever say that i'm doing differently but i think it's a skill that i do something about stuff all the time brilliant no, perfect example so i'm not saying to myself looking in the mirror and saying Are oh, you're great every morning or 50 times a day sure mm-hmm. but i do i did come to terms with the fact that i have got some skills that are different from others mm-hmm. that allow me to perform well and succeed and yeah without being big-headed and egotistical i do kind of remind myself of that and it, it helps me relax and and no longer have imposter
0: syndrome. Mm. Yeah, and and that's what that was a question I was going to ask you. When you look at when you look on the board and read that statement, mm. what does it do to you?
2: Yeah, yeah. I think it, it just helps me relax. It, it yeah. reminds me that things are in hand. I'm comfortable. I deserve to be here, and I know what I'm doing. And I've got the backing of the team as well. So the pe- people around me, the team mm. that I work with every day, they understand STOADZI and my little mm. daft little acronym. But mm. they understand. I understand that as well. And that gives me some comfort. It's a difficult one to explain, but I can see how imposter syndrome is, is something that can be overcome with affirmation.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and the thing just sort of taking it on from there. And the reason I asked you, what does it do for you? Uh, and you'd already answered it anyway by saying I I became relaxed. Mm. Well, that relaxed state is our true state. Yes. So you, when you become relaxed, you felt more yourself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and that's the state we want to be in: business, football, hmm. um, sport. The more relaxed we are, as in in our true state, the more we will perform. Yeah. So for that's you, right. um, you know, you could then perform in making the decisions, the key decisions, handling the team, the the, the choosing your direction of which way to go in the business and so on and so forth in a focused way that is not anxious or oh i better do this because this will make me look better because i'm running imposter syndrome yeah um and you're making all the wrong decisions um the same for sport and this is where the two you know work lovely together because in sport you've got much more of a physical connection with it. So the mind and the body are linked inextricably. Affect one part of it, you affect the other. Uh, So if you're, if you're taking a penalty and you run an imposter syndrome, that sort of says, oh, am I good enough to take this in the World Cup final? Mm. Yeah. It's gonna tell the body to be a bit nervous, be shaky, And it's actually worse than that because what you're doing is inf- informing the unconscious so it's not it's not the conscious it's the unconscious and most of our work is unconscious and the unconscious is there to help you so the unconscious says oh uh you want me to miss the penalty and it mm. will help you miss it's, it sounds weird
2: mm. but that's what happens they're not think yeah messi who whose record will be phenomenal of penalties isn't thinking what if I miss this? No. Not he's at all. thinking, he's affirming probably in his head in a split second, I'm messy. Well, I'm not gonna miss from twelve yards. Mm, Goal. That's it. No. Absolutely.
0: He well, he's just calm. Probably. Incredibly strong of, yeah, strong yeah. of mind. It's just it's a certainty. What you want what you want to get to is that certainty of uh, knowing, when I would refer to as knowing, you just know yes. you're gonna score. And know. Mm-hmm. I know it. Well, how do you know it? I can't explain. I just know. It's In- something intrinsic. I'll give you an example. Sorry, Steve. No, I'll right. give you an example. Um, um yeah, I can mention his name. Um uh Nicky Wells plays for Bristol City now. Mm. Striker. Good striker, very good. It
2: was Bradford, wasn't he?
0: Bradford, yeah. Huddersfield, yeah. Burnley, uh, QPR. And um, he scored, he scored a goal. I remember I was away in the, in the late district and I to the scores on the, uh, on the radio, uh, two all against Coventry and last minute or possibly in extra time, we get a penalty. <laughs> he takes the penalty and you're listening on the radio. Is it going in? Yes, it's, it's gone in. Brilliant. I thought, right. I'll ask him, how did you feel about that penalty? I said, what did you think? And he said, Relieved relieved what do you mean he said that i was going to score <laughs> and i thought wow that's yeah. better than i could think of <laughs> yeah. you know and that was just oh to God. me it was class like confidence and and <laughs> that's something you know i know from working with him and talking to the, you know his managers he's got that he's got that x factor that strikers have that they just know where the goal is and they just put it in at the right pace, they can toe end it, they can back heel it, mm. he's going in. Um, and he, he had that. And it's ice cool, so he's relaxed yeah. at that moment, he's ice cool. Mm. I mean, the crowd were, were up, you know, it was, uh, I thought, wow, that is, that tells it. It yeah. does. Uh, you Sorry. hear
1: sports people talk a lot about kind of visualisation yep. and kind of visualising that penalty, I guess, in their head. Yes. Weeks and weeks before they take it. Yes. So is that, is that, Common is that something that you work on with, with players? Definitely. I guess what's, what's the point of doing that?
0: Yeah. Well, again, it's this, it's, it's similar to affirmations in the sense that you are pre-programming yourself Mm. to what's going to happen and we can do that, you know, (laughs) we can decide what's going to happen. Uh, so visualizing is a, is a great way of doing it because it will affect all the senses. So when you, when you visualize, um, it's not just like, oh, let me just do a picture. Yeah. see myself scoring the goal. What I would do is encourage and help and even talk through with some players. I talk them through what's gone on in the game, you know, mm-hmm. I'll say, right, what do you want to do? What, what are you expecting? Right. Let me talk it through. Um, and we'd do it from a relaxed state. So I'd get them relaxed first. Um, but what you, what you, what you want is all the senses. So one visually. You want the visual sense going in. You want to have the emotional sense. So how does it feel? Just, you know, when you take that penalty, what does it feel like? When it hits the back of the net, what do you notice? Can you hear the crowd roar? Mm. Um, What does that do for you? What what are you doing physically? You know, what's the little dance that you're celebrating with, (laughs) you know? So you get, get to the conclusion, which is celebrating, doing this fancy celebration for the goal, and the unconscious will say, oh, to get to that, I needed to have put that ball in the net. Mm. So it will support you.
1: And are, the, are these techniques are they specific to, f- I guess the answer is no, but is it relevant for all sports? Is it for, for football? Do you take a different approach than you would to super bikes or whatever else you've worked on?
0: No, it, it's the same. It's the same approach. It's just different situations. Same approach for, for all of us, mm. for business, you know, um, you know, yeah, you might be, you might fall back into sort of imposter syndrome for mm. for 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 a moment because something went wrong and it's like, oh yeah, maybe I'm not good enough, and I've, I've been I've been kidding myself for the last month. So, and you're going through an important meeting. Visualize it. Visualize the meeting.
2: I've got a, so, a couple,
0: it, so it helps in in, in that as well. Sounds yeah, and there's good.
2: some recent examples that, without going into loads of detail because it wouldn't be right, but some recent examples of what I try and do when we make decisions that haven't worked out as we planned, mm. and I can be accused of being op, too optimistic, maybe. But sometimes we'll make a decision in business to to start a new venture, and I think it was brave to start the new venture yeah. because a lot of businesses wouldn't. But what I think is equally brave is to decide that it hasn't worked and to end the new venture. And whereas I think some businesses would carry on knowing that this isn't right for them. And I put that positive spin on it and it makes me feel better. Very good. And we did, this has happened this very very week where I'm Mm. thinking it was brave and bold and stating the obvious and doing something about it Mm. to Mm. make some tough decisions and bring an end to something that we've started that's cost us a lot of money that, but I'm thinking, well, if I didn't end it now, it'll cost us even more.
0: Yeah,
2: And that's probably an example of me I didn't realize it until just now. Mm. That positive spin that I'm trying to put on it is, is quite helpful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's very, I'd say very helpful. Um, and, and, uh, yeah, I'm not going to
2: look back and say, yeah, but it's cost us a lot of money and yeah, but, It's a failure. Yeah, but some people have done it and we haven't and
0: therefore we've we've failed. I don't look at it like that. No, absolutely. So you've put tea in and said, right, hang on a minute, this is the best decision to make at this point. Yeah. And I would guess within there you would say... Yeah, everybody, you know, makes mistakes. We can't get everything right. Yeah. So this is one. And what we do is get out of it fast. Absolutely. State the, state the obvious and do, and, something, and about do something about it. Yeah. And by the way, that state the obvious and do something about it is awareness plus responsibility. Yeah. The so awareness is state the obvious. Stating the obvious is not always obvious, is mm-hmm. it? No. No, no. I'm no. sort of checking, you know, in terms of how you use that. Um, so, you know, sometimes you have to kind of rack your brains and say, what is the obvious here? Actually, it's this and we need to maybe make the decision to stop doing it. Yeah. And then actually I've got to go do it. I've got to go tell everybody else who's put a lot of hard work into it. Sorry, we're pulling out. Yeah. And Um, it's not a nice decision. Not a
2: nice, not a nice thing. And it's disappointing and all that, but Mm. I'd look at it hugely positively and breathe a sigh of relief. And it goes back to this other thing that we talked about earlier about that is, that's just me. I'm not faking anything. Yes, yeah. and, and it's that element of me that's probably led to, you know, the relative success that I think I've had, you know, in mm. terms of getting a decent job and all that. Um, and I breathe a sigh of relief when I think, yeah, I'm being me again. We're not Brilliant. faking it. We're not trying something that, and even not just me, but us as a company, because yeah. the company has a DNA as well. Yes. I think. Yeah. And, and what is this company about? It's, it isn't certain things and, if we stick to what we're great at, I think it's mm, very good. I think it's um, it's important. You know? Yeah, I think, that, I think we're I, good at
0: that. I think that's spot on. And and, and as you say, dropping back to what's real. And, and you know, something I would say to people is: Does it feel right to make that yeah, decision? Absolutely. And you would go, "Well, they go absolutely." Yeah. It's like certain. In which case, do it. Yeah. If if you do, if you if you hesitate and you say, "Well, I think so." yeah then probably it would be helpful to have a bit more conversation about it yeah i agree um but you've got that certainty great you follow it and and it's and it's an asset you know it's a great asset for you rob i would say in terms of having that ability to be able to connect with yourself mm. a lot of people can't do that yeah mm. would they you don't say- know well what is myself and they, they, they get stuck on it it's my ego then is it i need to be you know a bit more cocky a bit more this no that's your ego Oh. Well, who the hell am i yeah and that's you know a philosophical question that you'll run through your life you know who am i and th- these are you know th- these are everything's grounded in some real deep meanings mm. of life uh and the more you can get into them and understand them kind of the better yeah.
1: how, how do you do that cuz i think one thing you're really good at from our interactions with art is is taking the layers away and Get into the heart of yeah. the individual on the issue. Yeah, But what's, what's the trick to doing that? How do you, how do you achieve that?
0: Well, um, I think being a good listener and, you know, listening for me is a skill that is, uh, well underrated. You can listen and you can really listen and mm-hmm. listen beyond the words, listen for the emotion, listen for, for what's taking place in the other person, um, w- without any, um, without any involvement. So you're just listening from nothing, you know, let me hear, you know, our little minds are still going. So, so, so the listener is still thinking, you know, a lot of times we listen in order to speak, don't we? It's like, yeah, I'm listening, I'm listening, I'm listening. Bang, this is what I think. Hmm. But actually we weren't listening because I was too eager to get my bit in. Hmm. So one strength is listening um, and listening without, without any, any judgment or opinion. That allows the person speaking to to be much more reflective and much more aware of themselves. So they're they're doing their own work in that and then it's um, questioning so questioning in a in a safe way, not in an interrogative way. Um, that allows you to, as you say, peel the layers up, just drill down, and say, "Well, well, it was because of so because of this, you know, this situation. That's why it was. Uh, well, what was it about that situation? What did you feel at that moment? And how did why did that affect you so much? Well, well, it was because you know I've had this before. I once was with a, a, a guy, and he did this. All oh, right. So there was there was something else before that. What was it about that? And why has that affected you so much? So on and so forth is drilling down and trying to reveal, you know, potentially a core that says, okay, maybe now we'll reframe that situation. And again, if we want, we don't want to get deep, but, but you know, we're all affected by childhood Mm. and between naught and five things that happen are formed they're, they're ingrained in our brain you know the neurons have connected in, 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 in our brain and it's become an opinion more than that it's become a belief and more than that for some people it's become a truth mm. you know that don't talk to um, people with you know brown shoes because they'll hurt you you know because I had a bad experience I didn't even know it but unconsciously I had this bad experience of people wearing brown shoes every time I see it it triggers me Yeah. so you know in a deeper sense if you could get to that and then reframe it you know t- get the awareness and say like now look at it from an adult point of view to that child and say so what was the difference they just had brown shoes and what they did here was this that it the brown shoes and what they did is not connected mm-hmm. they just happened to be wet. it could have been black shoes so then you could do something which would help to reframe that now the, you know the the, the great thing of, be, of being able to do that, if you can do that well, it undoes all the events going forward. So the most recent event where you're trying to shift your state so you perform better, then will be much, e- much easier and much more natural and much more from yourself rather than from your need to avoid being hurt
1: okay me again just jumping in to talk about one of the processes that we often get asked to automate which is the processing of supplier invoices also known as accounts payable automation so what does that mean well most businesses receive invoices from their suppliers and a lot of businesses still have people that are manually reviewing those invoices making sure that they're correct making sure they're accurate and then manually reeking them into a finance system and or an erp system Well, our solution can automate that process. So typically an invoice will come in, we'll use capture technology to understand what's on that invoice. We'll then match that data up against good received note to make sure that we've received the product. We'll match it up against purchase order data to make sure that somebody has placed an order for that product. And ultimately, if we can match that up, we can automatically push that into an ERP system or finance system. And nobody has to touch it. How good does that sound? If there are exceptions, if there are things that need to be checked, that's fine. We can use digital workflow to push that to somebody to eyeball it and say, is this correct or does something need to change? Ultimately though, that can then be pushed again into an ERP system or a finance system. This is about making your life easier. It's about making operations as quick and as efficient as possible. And we do that all the time. If that sounds interesting, then get in touch. That's enough from me. Back to the podcast. The deeper you get, the more deep you make the change, that'll kind of proliferate. Yes,
0: absolutely. Yeah. It's like getting to the core. It's like saying, you know, okay, you've got a headache. Let me give you a pill. Mm. No, it's like, why do we keep getting headaches? You know, can we examine it a little bit more as a doctor? You know, let me understand. You know, I see you're always you're always using this this particular light, or <laughs> you stay up late at night and you're not really getting sleep. Mm. Let's let's examine that rather than just giving you a pill. Mm.
1: Can we go back to sports again? Yep. One, I think one of the things that's over the last couple of years been lots of sports documentaries, and I want this, we touched on this before the podcast. I think, mm. But it, I, I found it fascinating watching the Arsenal documentary yes. um, with yeah. Arteta. Yeah. Um, I just wanted your your view on him as a leader, you know, given the fact that you spend a lot of time working with leaders mm. and both from a sports and business background. What what do you see in him, the fact that they're top of the league? Are they top of the league? They were yeah. top of the league.
0: Yeah, What they still are, aren't they? Yeah. What,
1: what, what do you see in him from that documentary
0: that you kind of admire? Um, well, one thing we were talking about earlier was... Um, <clears throat> his enthusiasm. Mm. So his state of being, see, as a leader, it's not what you're doing, it's the way you're being. Mm. I don't you know whether you resonate with this, you know, it's that that state of being, um, which is kind of, you know, hard to touch. You know, it's like, mm. well, I can't give you it from a book. <laughs> you just are, because mm. um, we're human beings, not human doings. So one is mm. is state of being, the, the, his in, his, his um, enthusiasm, that kind of excitement that he generates, um, engenders excitement in others. Uh, the other thing that uh, I would have picked up from him was he avoids criticism as much as possible. But he, but if it's necessary, because he needs to speak what he sees as the truth, like you've had the worst first half ever. Mm. <laughs> They're going to know about it and it's clear, but in the main, he's keeping it positive yeah. and he uses good analogies. So some of his, some of his things that he wrote on the board, um, and, uh, well, there's another, another factor coming in, but the things he wrote on the board were good analogies to explain what's going on mm.
1: Yeah,
0: and to Still help. So, so again, so you're helping, somebody else the receiver which is your team get the message mm. not like look i've told you 10 times you know kick the ball harder mm. and they don't it's like well change the message you know make it clearer mm. perhaps they don't understand that and perhaps they don't like being told most of us i definitely include myself i hated being told what to do yeah. <laughs> mm. reacted to it so it wasn't helpful now show me and give me um give me a good reason or encourage me, I'm different. Mm, yeah. And I think that's something Arteta did. The other part that was just occurring to me as we were speaking then was um he shared himself. So he shared his vulnerability. You, you've been doing that just, just in, in this conversation. Like, well, that's great that, you know, because you're sharing something. Oh I had that imposter syndrome. But some people couldn't do that. Mm. You did. Mm. And it's endearing, you know, you know. I'm not just saying this because we're having this conversation, but you know, it draws you to you. Mm. You know, I felt drawn to you. It's like, oh, it's great that. Mm. Yeah, no, I get that. And and as you're drawn to a person because of their sharing of their vulnerability um, and sharing some experiences of theirs, you, you are engaged with them. So then they can give you a message that said, and I tell you what, you're losing your marker. Can you get tighter to him? When they're taking the throw-ins, get tighter on his left-hand side. You're going to take that message and say, yeah, I will, boss. Mm. Yeah. Whereas, as opposed to being told. Yeah.
2: I think the you can see the evolution in football management with people that have had success, managers that have had success in recent years in England, for instance, Pep and Klopp and Arteta mm. and Ten Hag now at Man mm. the, the, the The way they act with their players would be unheard of 20 years ago. Yes. You didn't see Brian Clough and <laughs> <laughs> Alex Ferguson so much dancing yeah. with the players or putting their arm around them yeah. and cuddling them at the end of a match and all that. That yeah. that unity is such a different way. You can see how it's evolved massively in the last mm, yes. it's probably more than twenty years. But yeah. more recently, the um, way that the way that Klopp is and Pep particular, particularly. No, right. mm.
0: no, I think I think it's very true. It has changed, mm. and the, the other thing that I think probably common through them all is there's there's a discipline as well. Mm. So they'll do all the you know um arm, uh, arm around the shoulder you know playing with them you know being allowing them to take the mickey out of them perhaps mm. because they're building that bond but they are also the leader. Yeah. And they've also got a discipline that says Rashford you were late. I know you slept in and it was un- yeah. unfortunate mm. but I'm going to have to drop you. Then mm. Rashford that. goes I agree with you, boss. boss. Yeah. I'll oh, get no on at half time and I'll score. Yeah. Wow. No, that takes you know, balls. It mm. Doesn't it to do to do that? Arteta getting rid of uh Bangyang, mm. Um takes discipline. But what it says to the and Ronaldo going from Man United. Mm. Um the message it sends is very, very clear. Yeah. Mm. Nobody's immune from this discipline
2: it's it's rigor we we uh, again on my board mm. on my whiteboard i've got all these statements that i <laughs> hear or think of or whatever mm-hmm. and one what i read in in this case was it's rigor or rigorousness as opposed to ruthlessness yes. so someone from the outside might right. say he's sacked a bamayang mm. that's he's a ruthless, ruthless whatever yeah but it's not it's absolute rigor because he's yeah. following his disciplined rules yeah and it's very a good. very good nice different up. way of mm. explaining it i say it's not ruthless when we make changes in this business it's not it's absolute rigor that mm. we've got to do what's necessary it might not be popular but it's what's necessary yes. for this sounds a bit philosophical but for the greater yeah. good
0: yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. is and and it's um it, it's fair it wants to be seen as being fair yeah mm. if people can see it as that's fair enough you know uh rashford would say that's fair enough and he'll admit it in the interview afterwards mm. um then it'll it's that's fine. If it's ruthless as in, hang on, haven't you spotted all the things I've been doing really well and yet you've just, um, decided you want to drop me, mm. then it doesn't appear fair and mm. that perhaps is ruthless. And why did I drop you? Because I don't like you, mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, I don't like the way you, you know, your haircut. Yeah. Um, and that would work against, in my mind would work against the team. Mm. work against success and certainly work against the leader because once the leader loses the troops yeah we're on shaky ground yeah absolutely. you know yeah. you're only as good as your team
1: it's very it's very true yeah I, I thought the same about Arteta on the Abamyang. I think to to make that decision I think he was a top goal scorer he was the yeah, yeah top player probably at that point in time yeah. and to say actually for these reasons I'm gonna get rid of you um for short, probably short term pain because he had nobody to replace him with. No. But he saw the bigger picture and yeah. he saw what was best for the team.
0: Yeah. So, and and you know, it's having the rigor to to stick by it, mm-hmm. even though they did sell him till the last minute, did they? Mm-hmm. And they, they yeah. couldn't get a replacement without knowing how much are we going to get for him in yeah. terms of budgets and so on. Um, but it's like still the right decision. Yeah. I'm gonna take it. Is strong, rigorous leadership mm.
1: um do you, just talking about football actually do you so you obviously do work individually in terms of high performance do you, do you ever work with teams of people in terms of high performance and how
0: is that different what's the approach yeah. you take with that yeah not 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 in football i've not worked okay. with teams in football um one of the, um well say one of the reasons a few reasons Yeah, you know, as the managers mm. managers want to do their own do their own thing anyway I'm not saying I could do, do things better as a, as a team, um, but also you've got, because you, because you've got a lot of egos in, in football, then you've got influences, um, so, uh, potentially harder to influence the group, Mm. um, than it is the individual. And, and, and I think if you affect the individual, you'll also affect the group. Yeah. So, um, so I'll just, I'll just sidetrack for a second. You know, one of the guys, the f- first guy I started working with, um, we got, on, we got on famously and the conversations were much, you know, much bigger than just football. Um, and he, he turned from being, and I did it as a, as a free thing because I just wanted to prove we can make a difference here.
1: Mm.
0: And, um, he went from being highly criticised by the fans. You know, it was like get rid of him. You know, it's Peter Taylor's old mate. This that, and the other. Peter Taylor was the manager when I first uh, worked with Bradford City. Um, to to the end of that season, winning um, six out of seven of the Player of the Year awards, and everybody saying, "Wow, isn't he so consistent?" Now with him, what I also then started to do was say, "What's happening in the group? What's mm. you know." What are you noticing? Now that you've got an awareness for yourself, what are you noticing in the group? Who could you help? Oh, well, so-and-so, he seems to get really down about such and such, okay, what could we do about it? And I would try and work through him to help the other players. Hmm. Uh, again, because I can mention him, uh, Naki Wells was one of them, you yeah, know, Naki yeah. Wells. Um, he was helping him um, before I started working with Naki. and didn't work that work with him till Phil Parkinson came. Um, Mm. And and, and another guy who, um, uh, Cal McHugh, who now plays in Indian Super League, um, went on to be Motherwell captain uh, from Bradford. It was Plymouth, got promoted to Plymouth. And again, him, he was being, you know, I was helping him via the other player.
1: Wow. So you're teaching him how to coach? You're teaching Mm. your Contact how to coach others?
0: Effectively, yeah. Effectively. Yeah. Yeah. Use, use what they've learned mm. to help them become better. Mm. It's going to help the team. <laughs> That's all I, all I was interested in. Um, and they remembered it, you know, cause then when I started working with those, those players, cause you know, surprise, surprise, I ended up working with them. Um, they said, oh, it's funny that, um, <laughs> Luke told me that he said something similar. I said, oh, well, it's not surprised, surprise by the way, because <laughs> I was having conversations. And they're happy about that yeah yeah you know because it's because the intention is right so again as and as, a, as a leader Rob you know as long as your intention is good then we can kind of go anywhere with the conversation and, mm-hmm. and again it's that real and that rigor as opposed yeah. to ruthless you know the intention isn't to you know put my put, put somebody down in the team the intention is to try and grow the business or win yeah. this account mm-hmm. or improve the way you're working, you know, stop, you know, you're feeling, um, you know, less of a member of the team or whatever. That's the intention. Then everything we're doing is is to help that. And it's good to remind ourselves of the intention because that mm-hmm. means we will then speak the right way. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And, and what about when, if you were brought so into teams, work, yeah, sorry. You got, yeah, we're in a business setting, you were brought into work with a leadership team. I, yeah how would that how do you approach that
0: yeah well um generally as a as a there are all sorts of different situations working with the team but as a as a very general thing then i would get the team together um ideally the top team because work with the top you make the biggest biggest difference mm. the highest leverage throughout the business change you know not change the leader but help the leader become himself mm. phew, the business transforms um so work with the top team um so i would have a a a particular program of making them aware of um what makes a difference in business what creates results and talk that through with them then the the model i use is is called the foundation of results what we drill down is from is a result what's the result you want um What do you have to do to get that result? Well, Take action, do something, Mm. make a decision. So yeah, there's actions, then go below that. And that tends to be, what what I'd say to people is that that's like the tip of the iceberg. So yeah, just do actions, do another action. Right, okay, that's not working. Right, do the same action, but make it louder. (laughs) Say Mm -hmm. it, say it more. And actually, that's a bit definition of madness. We just keep doing the same things over and over and expecting a different result. So go below that, and going below that is to decide on what actions to take, we want more opportunities. The more opportunities we have, the more choices of actions. Underneath that is possibilities. And possibilities are, you know, I say, everything is created twice, once in our mind and once for real. So if we're designing something, creating something, kind of got to see it. So there's a bit of visualizing going on, we see it, And then we create it. So so it'll turn into an opportunity. Yeah, we can do something with that. That one's a great possibility, but a bit wild. We can leave that. Mm. And then you say, well, what's the foundation? What's underneath that? And, And and the word I use is relatedness or trust, probably fits better for people. But that relatedness is the way in which a team relates, way in which it interacts with people. So, you know, it's much more than relationship. It's a, a way of a way of being together that engenders, well, actually engenders possibilities.
1: Mm.
0: You know, when, when, when a team trusts each other, possibilities pop out from all sorts of places. Actually, I've, I've got a thought that, could we do such and such? One, the environment is safe to say that. You're not gonna get put down. Well, how, how would you know? You're only a junior account mm. handler. Um, no, it's like, your opinion is just as valuable. Um, and a possibility pops up and they would say, Hmm, is that, is that something we could take forward? Maybe it is great idea. Mm. So I would explain that and have a conversation around that. And we do certain things in there as well, just to, to, to build the team, little exercises. Um, and then I would also explain a little bit of how our brain works, Mm. um, and how we're affected by the past in the present moment, even though we're trying to be blue sky thinking and think about future, can't do it. Unless you understand, well, where does my thinking come from? Mm. (laughs) Why do I think that way and somebody else thinks another way? Well, we're wired. So the more we can understand that and then try and drop or recognize that's just an opinion of mine, it's not the truth. Mm. Why am I I being so aggressive about wanting that in in the process when actually, it's just an opinion and it's just the same as their opinion, their opinion. Um, then we can open things up and say, okay, from that present moment, what do we wanna create now? And hopefully we're creating from a, a more real space, a more self-expressed state than just more of the past being regurgitated into the future. Mm. So that's a bit of a process of what goes on during a day or two days uh with the team uh, and out of it comes conversations we would open up conversations which um one are good conversations where we're acknowledging each other for the good things that we do because you know that often doesn't happen um because we're busy mm. um but we'll also have conversations which are getting in the way so, if something's getting in the way for me in doing something with you, Steve, then I would help them have that conversation in a safe way that helps me because, ha, huh, glad I've got rid of that yeah. <laughs> and would help you. Oh, didn't realize that. I thought it was because of this, our relationship. Um, and as you can clear that, it's like clearing blockages. As you clear it, the more you clear, the clearer we um, move forward. And it's like a vacuum. It's like if we, we want to get to the end of the table and there's things in the way, like Mike, this cup, we could kind of work our way around it. Or we could say, that seems to be getting in the way big time. Mm. Can we clear it? And as we clear it, almost like phew, it's a vacuum, we just go there. It just happens. It's like magic. Mm. I like that. Yeah and uh, so yeah that's 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 teams and, and teams uh th- th- then you move on to you know whatever it is that we're trying to achieve but i would and and, and it is something i think because i've give, had feedback about it it's something that has a big peculiar for me because i will just create the space my job is to create the space to have the conversation mm. so i'm working with really great teams fantastic teams well not far from here uh i do a lot of work with um and they get on well they can virtually say anything they want they're very successful in mm-hmm. terms of performance and so on but when we have a meeting together then then somehow and i guess partly because i'm coming from outside if i'm just come with no uh, no axe to grind um we just create an even safer space so mm-hmm. the conversations will go all over the place um but at the end of it we will feel a lot better about things and actually we may well have cleared some big big blockages mm.
1: Can I ask you about generations actually something that you touched the, on you could probably go back to football again actually in the sense of the management has changed and the way, the way the managers manage has
0: changed Yes
1: What are you experiencing that when you're dealing with individuals that, and have have people changed or what's is it a generational thing are you having to work differently with this generation than you did the previous generation or
0: yeah um I think what I I think what I notice is um the change the change is more people have become much more aware much more savvy about um about what is you know an old the old school method was oh well you're the boss you know best Mm. do as i'm told i should only do this and i'll you know i'll leave at five and i'll start at nine and i've done my job Mm. um whereas now people are you know value doing good things um and yeah let me just get it finished i'd rather get this finished because i'm committed to doing something that i feel i've contributed to Mm. And also, also savvy in the sense of they're not, they're not as they're not as gullible to bullshit, mm. you know. So if you if you say, well, do this because so-and-so, so and so say, well, can I just ask you why? Why would you do that? Well, don't bother asking why. Just do it. Isn't going to help mm. in my mind. So being able to being able to question and and and. And, and the beauty of that questioning is allows that person to get involved in it and be much more committed. Um, yeah, so, okay. so, I, so I think it's that, I think it's that awareness that, um, what, what do you call it? Um, almost like self development, people are much more self-developed, much more aware. There's a lot of resources now, isn't there, in terms mm-hmm. of understanding what am I about? You know, there's lots of podcasts. To, to listen to that you get lots of incredible information mm. about things um and certainly the, one of the differences in my field is um psychology was thought of as there's something wrong with you if you need a psychologist mm. Mm. yeah and again i had this in, in, in football the same player that I was talking about earlier um that he, he shared with me he said uh, where are you going where are you going look he said i'm off to see john Maranka. Oh, what's he doing? Oh, psychologist. What do you want that for? What's that? About? You, know, you don't want that. Just You want to just get stuck in, get, yeah. you know, man up. Mm. Yeah. yeah, man up. Yeah, nice. <laughs> um, now he was confident enough um, to be able to say, well, it works for me mm-hmm. and, and off he'd go. But that was, that, you know, that effectively is in the, um, um in the psyche of people perhaps you but know? it's safer for this generation
2: yeah. or the, the younger yeah. generation is safer than it's ever been yeah to be more you know voice your opinion share your opinion access other people's opinions it's yeah. far more widespread isn't
0: it yeah and to, and to get <clears> help <throat> you know i, yeah. I probably noticed now thinking about it that um you know some people you know hear them on podcast and they say oh yeah well yeah, i'm still saying a therapist Mm. I'm like a therapist. Sort of would seem like oh, there's something wrong, but it's almost like to them, it's like, yeah. well, something wrong with you if you're not. Yeah. Something shifted. Yeah. So <laughs> and and people, so, so it becomes more an accepted norm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That, that that you get help. And, um, you know, um, and of course, it is. Mm. <laughs> it it yeah. is. Why Why wouldn't you want some help? You get plenty of. You know, what I would say is, you get plenty of help in terms of your diet, your fitness, your training, your technique. Mm. Why don't you want somebody to help you with the way you think? Mm. I
1: think mean, that's a okay. great point to leave it on. Yes. Thank, Thank you very much for joining us, John. Yeah. welcome. Yeah, nice. it. Thank you very much. Thank Thank
0: you. You.